From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Well, here I am in my home recording studio in Tribeca with my cohort, my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. It's so good to be with you, Digitally Got Gwen. I mean, you know, we're just we're just we're just keeping on, aren't we? We're keeping on. We can see each other. We both have never looked better, so things could be worse. It is true. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm working out every day. I, I intend to come out of this hashtag quarantini. Oh, quarantini. I haven't heard that one yet. I'm going to steal it. Yeah. And, you know, like doing a lot of skin treatments. Same. And amazingly, I have basically learned how to do my own hair. You really have. It's been a, an, a treat to watch your evolution from never blowing out your hair to doing a really damn good job after, you know, you watch every master in the biz do it. So you should. I mean, it's pretty amazing because we're on Zoom calls like all day long and I have this crush who lives very far away. So, you know, I do like a WhatsApp video chat like every so often. And it's very important for my hair to look good. And I think everybody's kind of going through that, like, you know, that kind of struggle between how am I working from home, like getting out of my pajamas or looking cute in my like leisure wear and like, how do I not look like I have bed head, you know? Right. It's like, the, it's like, do I dress up a lot or am I looking, I'm trying too hard. And then you're like, how do I make these sweats slimming and sexy and just put on concealer and a lip? So it looks like I just woke up like this. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Right. But you know, like right. I feel like I, you know, I'm rushing around all day long. It's like, I'm going from zoom meeting to zoom meeting to recording podcasts, to hopping on zoom, to have a meeting with my team. And like, I don't have time to really do my hair. Right. Some days are like super, super, super busy, but I do find that I have like more time dedicated to my nighttime and morning beauty regime that I wouldn't do. Like things you're supposed to do three or four times a week. I find I can do six or seven and I have a lot more time, if not during the day to like do your hair, but a lot more time in the morning at night to like really focus on skincare. Yeah. Skincare is something, but hair, it's really tough. So Trav, we are so lucky today. Because we have like the main man of young Hollywood, every Hollywood it girl, all of the street style stars. I mean, I'm talking about like Haley Baldwin, who also we call Haley Bieber because she's married to one of the hottest dudes in Hollywood. Miley Cyrus, you know, like every young, hot chick, Kai Gerber, they all go to this guy to get their hair done. His name is Bryce Scarlett. He has amazing hair himself. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, my God. We're so excited for you to be here because, first of all, I feel like you, just in your normal life before Corona, BC, as I always say, it's like you kind of created, you were like the master of this sort of like, you know, it's like the... the, street style equivalent of hair, even on the red carpet. Like you managed to make hair look kind of like effortless Effortless. and chic. And so like who better than you to tell us how to kind of like not take ourselves too seriously. Like nobody wants to get on a Zoom call with like, 
you know, newscaster hair. Nobody wants to look like they're, you know, right on, on a news channel or like really super serious. They just want to look kind of cool. Totally. I, um, I really, really appreciate that description. Thank you. Um, (laughs) and I, I know what you mean. I, uh, I agree. Everybody's starting to kind of like, I think we're all discovering our comforts here in this new world of like not actually being together. And it's a fine line between trying too hard and not trying hard enough. And sometimes you want to look good just because you need that pick me up today. And sometimes you don't want to do anything because you just can't muster it. And it's interesting to see ourselves get into new patterns with the way we um, present ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So what would be your, your top tips? First of all, like, like how much effort should you be putting into your hair for something like a Zoom call? I think you should put as much effort in as makes you feel good about yourself and makes you feel ready for whatever you're trying to conquer in that Zoom call. Um, if that. you If you are someone who like, when you give yourself a blowout, you feel powerful, you feel ready, then you should do it. Absolutely. And I don't think anyone is judging you for looking too good on a Zoom call. And if they are, they're just jealous. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I think. I always feel like I want to have, like, if I was a lady, sometimes I wear a wig on a Zoom call. So, you know, I can do it too. But I want that Margot Robbie red carpet hair that you do. That's like sleek, but nice, but like doesn't look like you're trying too hard. Well, a lot of the stuff that I do specifically, I would say for a Zoom call, you want a texture that is in the realm of natural looking. Um, If if you're rolling onto your Zoom call with like, a full-on bouncy, like, curled blowout, yes, it, it probably is going to feel a bit much. Um, but if you're giving yourself a blowout and then you're kind of bending into your hair with a, be it with a flat iron or if uh, wrapping your hair around a wand just a little bit to give it a little bit of movement and then following it with a couple products to try and, like, texturize it well, you're presenting a glamorous yet uh, slept-in aesthetic. Totally. So what are some of like the quickest and easiest styles? Like if you have long hair, if you have short hair, what, what's the go-to? Like, let's say you just have like, you're not somebody who's great with your hair. So you want like one style to go to. I mean, I think the first thing you are, we're all dealing with the fact that we don't have haircuts. We don't have color. You're really like, everyone's kind of in this grown out phase or they've given themselves some kind of horrific whack job. So I hope that's not happening too much. Um, I think you need to kind of just look in the mirror and take in your overall shape. What is What kind of shape has your hair taken on its own? And then think about, is it really wide? And if it's really wide, you probably want to decrease some width and add some height to it. If it's really flat, you're trying to put some volume in. I think that two quick tools that I think are like a great kind of arsenal to have for either of those scenarios are, I love combining a dry texture spray and a dry shampoo for volume. Right. I love Moroccan oil's dry texture spray and their dry shampoo, which comes in two tones, a light and a dark. So you aren't going to get that powderiness if you have darker hair. Right. Um, Combining those two products and really kind of massaging them in at the scalp really quick is the fastest way to get volume. It's a no brainer. Yeah. And easy. Yes. And if you're trying to kind of counteract the opposite, if you've got too much volume and you need to quickly get it down, something I think you're a fan of, Gwen, is the um, Moroccan Oil's Ceramic Smoothing Brush. I am so obsessed with that brush. 
It's basically a, it looks like a classic paddle brush with an electrical cord coming out of it. And the base of the paddle is a ceramic heated plate as well as the edges of the panel. So you just basically brush through your hair, just kind of gently. You want to, you want to brush your hair out with a real brush first. You don't want to have any tangles in your hair. And then you can just very gently, but somewhat quickly just smooth through your hair with the ceramic brush. It's, it's kind of like running a flat iron over it, but it's not going to make your hair stick straight. It won't take all of the life out of it. It will just decrease some volume and you can kind of really customize it. If you, if you want to do a ton of like volume takedown, you're going to do it quite a few times. If you're just trying to like take the edge off, there's some frizz some fluff, one swipe through will do it. I mean, I have been finding that that heated brush gets rid of my frizz faster and easier than anything else. And it's totally like one of those things, you guys, that you should order late night and it just magically shows up at your apartment because I don't know about you guys, but it's like, I do that swipe like by now constantly. And it's always like late at night when I'm in bed, I'm like watching Netflix or watching Hulu, like with one eye and on the other eye, I'm like on my phone ordering stuff. And that is the thing that you want to arrive to your house because your hair will always look amazing. It is a really um, a great quick fix. It's do you notice that like it's the same mentality of like you would reach for a flat iron for the same kind of reason, but it's way easier to use. And it's not it's not such a commitment. If you're grabbing a flat iron, like you're going to flat iron most your head. You have to to make it look even. Whereas with the right. brush, I feel like you could just kind of go at like the bottom six inches a little bit if you wanted to, or just around your face if you wanted to, and it wouldn't change the texture so much that it didn't match the rest of your head. Exactly. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that is preventing you from achieving your goals? If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private environment That's all online, which is very important with current events where you may be stuck at home. You can be communicating with someone within 24 hours, and anything you share is, of course, entirely confidential. It's very convenient, as you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can connect and chat and text with your therapist, which are licensed professional counselors who specialize in a range of issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, and relationships, which is really important right now. If you're not happy, you can change and ask to request a new counselor anytime. Know there's no delay and there's no charge for doing so. They have 3,000 licensed therapists across all 50 states, and it's available on desktop, mobile, web, Android, and iOS apps. You can schedule video or phone sessions, which is great for people who might need a little bit more support in current times. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com trust. So join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash trust. All right. So talking about like washing your hair, how often should you wash your hair? Like can, is this a moment when you can go a little bit longer and will that help the health of your hair, especially since we're using dry shampoo a lot anyway? 
I think a lot of people are really experimenting with how much they're shampooing their hair right now. Um, and it's, and really paying attention to it more than ever. I am a firm believer in two things. A, there is no one out there that should be shampooing their hair every day. I will argue with anyone. I've, if you are shampooing your hair every single day and it's, you truly are greasy by the next day, it is because you are shampooing your hair every day and you have to break that pattern and get out of that habit. I completely agree. Don't think that anyone should be going more than like, I think five, six days is really pushing it because I do think your scalp can get clogged and it's not good for um, hair growth. Right. Um, so that's the tough part, right? to try to keep your scalp health, uh, like hair health at the same time. Scalp health is more important than hair health. If your scalp is healthy, uh, sh- short of like bleaching your hair off, if your scalp is healthy, your hair is going to be much more likely to be able to withstand anything you're doing to it. True. If your scalp is healthy, your hair is growing faster. It's growing thicker. I shampoo my hair every three days. So I was going to say, so if you have your dream client who's in quarantine right now, what is this client doing to enrich their scalp health and their hair health every day? What's like your dream client in their mind doing for their overall head? I think that they are majorly cutting back on heat styling. I, that would be my biggest thing right now. If, depending on how long we are in this experience, you're never going to be have an opportunity to be more in control of who's seeing you. Like It's really the right time to take a break from heat and let your hair air dry. And really, um, as I, I've spoken to with Gwen about this before, like now is such a great time to embrace your natural texture and see what it actually can do. It's really easy to get discouraged. I know a lot of girls, I talked to a lot of girls who are saying things like, I kind of have curly hair, but it's not even, it's flat on top, it's from the bottom, it's terrible. So I like, I would never dry it naturally. And if you're someone and that sounds like you, I challenge you to push through and try for a longer period of time. Because the more time you take off heat and the more you try to put product in and scrunch in your curls and your texture, the more it will come back. I have had... One of my best girlfriends completely went from like Brazilian blowout, blow dry bar membership, like had never seen her natural texture. I mean, since puberty and three years ago, she gave up everything and started embracing her texture. And I'm telling you every six months we'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe your hair is like this has this pretty texture. And then six months would go by and we'd be like, oh my God, it's so much curlier than I thought it was like. It takes <laughs> it take two, three years for your hair to really, really come back from over-processing it and over-heat styling. So now is just such a great time to give it a shot. Give it a couple months. See what happens. If it's not working, it's not working. But like, no one's going to know if it looked terrible. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like so many people are having these questions about their color because it's like people yeah. are seeing their natural color in a way that like they haven't seen for so long. So do you think that people are going to change their habits when it comes to coloring their hair? Or at least they have to right now. I mean, I think I, similarly with hair color, think this is such an opportunity to, why not? I mean, if you've got gray that you absolutely hate and you want to cover, I understand. There's no there's no way around that. Like you want to cover that if, if that's your preference. But if you don't have gray, especially, or don't have gray that you want to embrace, I should say, what a great time to also like, let it go. Look at your natural color. Really see what it is. Maybe it's not as bad as you remember it. Maybe it's actually kind of great. So many girls are um, 
especially blondes. I feel like so many blondes I know are a little too blonde, a little too highlighted. They've lost any natural in there. They don't have enough dimension in their hair color. Uh, So, so many people, so many of those women, I feel like right now, I hope that they're seeing their natural roots come in and being like, oh, you know what? Like, that's kind of a pretty color. Like, I wish there was a little more of that uh, mixed in with my highlights. Right. Because that would look so much more natural if you can like do it much more useful. Rule of thumb, if you don't have gray that you're trying to deal with, if you are still in a place where you're not dealing with that, your natural hair color will be the most youthful approach you can take. It just always is. Right. Now, what about if you do have a like heavy gray root line that's coming in and you can't color it yourself at home? Are there any quick like styling tricks that will help conceal roots? I mean, there's a couple things. I would say first off, try changing your parting. If you're someone who parts in the center, that's when your roots really show up the fastest. So try like a deep side parting. Right. Um, that'll get you by for a little bit. Headbands. <laughs> Headbands, always good. Always works. Headband. A hair, um, house turban. Also, always a good idea. <laughs> exactly. I, I, love, I love a turban headband. Um, actually, I think the ones that uh, slip silk, the pillowcase company, make some really cute uh, turban headbands. Oh, I love those. I just love really them to gentle. sleep in. Yeah, yeah. They're really gentle. Um, I actually own one and wear it when I wash my face, and I'm happy to admit that. well you know in our feature that's in the magazine this week you tell our readers like how to be inspired by your celeb clients looks to get their easiest zoom hair and i feel like the the slip silk headbands was part of the tip to getting a shape like miley cyrus's shag and did you see that she cut her hair that fish cut her hair today it looks real cute huh it looks so cute yeah she did such a good job so, like, what are your feelings about crazy color in quarantine? Like, did you see that Sarah Hyland dyed her hair like magenta yesterday? Um, yes. I, again, <laughs> why, like, why not? If you're going to try it, now's a fun time. Um, I personally, I would take baby steps with it. There's um, a lot of great products out there that will um, just kind of subtly deposit tone in your hair instead of doing like a full-on box dye, like going for it right away. Right. I Moroccan oil makes a line of color depositing masks. There's like seven different shades and they're just like a deep conditioner with pigment in them. So if you have any kind of pre-lightened hair, it's the same kind of thing as like a purple shampoo a lot of people work with, which also they have a great new purple shampoo called the Blonde Perfecting. Those kind of things will deposit a tint to your hair so you can build on it. You could do it once. If you want it to be more intense, you can do it again. And it's also not as intense of a commitment. If you don't like it, you can use like a strong clarifying shampoo and get most of it out pretty quickly. So you're not locking yourself into your entire head being magenta overnight, because I do think that you're not going to love that forever. If you have long hair and you dye the whole thing magenta, you're going to be dealing with that for years to come. Yeah. I mean, someone like Sarah Highland in a month when salons are open again, God willing, she can go in and have her hair stripped and redone. And, you know, in a way that's probably women in the middle of the country don't have access to. The other thing with celebrities is that people don't, I think, realize she probably has a head full of extensions. I do not work with her. I do not know any of this for a fact, but right. she probably has a head full of extensions. She's probably going to get all those extensions taken out. And it's so much easier to change your hair color drastically when 70% of your hair is 
like detachable. Not your hair. <laughs> it's coming out anyway. So she's going to pop in a salon. They're going to strip the color out of her actual hair, highlight right. that. It'll be pretty damaged, but then they'll fill it with fresh hair extensions that look beautiful and she'll look great. It'll cost a fortune and take some time. But I think that sometimes people see these drastic changes back and forth and don't realize that it's not it's it's not what it looks like. Like they're having a lot of help and spending a lot of money to do these drastic changes quickly. Totally. And let's talk about that purple shampoo. <laughs> let's talk about that purple shampoo because I think that that is a really great option for somebody who's who's blonde might look a little dingy to them since they haven't been able to get to the colorist in a couple of months. Like how can you use that to brighten it up? I have to say, I, so Moroccan milk came out with a blonde perfecting purple shampoo. It's a um, really great, fresh approach to the product. I mean, we've all seen like um, purple shampoo has been around forever. I used to find it in my grandmother's shower. Um, that's when I first remember learning about it. It's um, historically, it's a harsh shampoo. It can be a bit drying. Moroccan oil has got a really gentle um, new product to do it. They sent me the first bottle like a month ago. I had it in my hands for the first time. And I have to say, I have not been a regular purple shampoo user myself. I'm for anyone who can't see me. I am a blonde. I get um, Tracy Cunningham highlights my whole head. And I need I, a fabulous hair. You have long, great. enviable locks. Thank you. And I haven't used purple shampoo in years on myself. And they sent me the bottle, and I, of course, I played with it on hair extensions and stuff. But then I put it in my shower to try it on myself, and I used it once and was like, oh, yeah, that definitely brightened up my ends. That's great. And then I, the next time I got in the shower, I was like, oh, I don't need that again. But then I looked at it, I was like, hey, I'll try it again. I've used it three times in the last probably three and a half weeks. And I still, looking in the mirror now, I'm going to use it again the next time I get in the shower. Like, my hair was not that bright, and I didn't even realize it. Funny. That's amazing. I mean, I think that just subtly brightening your hair color like that is part of that overall, like, you know, not taking your style too seriously, but giving yourself that zhuzh that makes the difference. Totally. Especially right now when everybody, I could give a masterclass on finding your light for a zoom (laughs) and I might. (laughs) Why not? You should. You got to find your light, but also when you're in pretty lighting, what it's doing is it's picking up highlights. It's picking up the sheen on your skin. It's picking up the parts of your hair that are bright and something like purple shampoo really helps you get that brightness that helps contrast your hair color. Right. It's amazing. I love that. Like a nice marriedness about keeping your glam, but also keeping it a little earthy and like going back to your, maybe at sometimes literal roots. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. But so Bryce, where we didn't even like touch on this in the beginning when we talked about like, how you have this like very distinct philosophy of like not nothing is ever too overdone. Is that something that like, like how did you like come up with that? What were you inspired by when you started doing hair to kind of tap into that? Just kind of like more like cool street style, like kind of like just a, like that undone is more done than done can ever be. I, um, I think because I've, I mean, especially I've had long hair for probably like the last 10 years. So especially for myself, I've always noticed, well, and also just in imagery, like I was looking at fashion magazines when I was like five years old. I love (laughs) photography. I love 
more than even fashion, I genuinely love photography and I love pictures of people. I love portraits. I am obsessed with black and white photography. And I would look at people's hair and these beautiful editorials. And I'd always be really connected to the ones where things looked really natural because I would think to myself, oh, like her hair has such a beautiful natural texture there. I wonder what, why it looked that way. And does it look like a little bit wet almost? And that tells me, oh, like she's like near the water or does it look like fluffy and dry? Like she's in the desert. Like I really, really take into account the story that a texture can tell. I think that, and when I'm approaching like a red carpet moment, I look at the actress who's wearing it. I look at the dress and I think the two of them together, like what story are we telling here? Who is she in this? And if the dress is like, super, super shiny and covered in uh, sequins and really like glamorous, I naturally want to counteract that by doing something really simple and undone and cool to keep it really fresh and young. But I also am looking at it as like, I'd like the hair texture to either be really soft and fluffy so that it really contrasts how shiny the dress is, or I want it to be really like wet and like greased up so that it looks really shiny like the dress and it tells the same kind of story together. I've always found so much information in someone's hair texture. Right. Well, I love that. I love that idea of telling a story and being a storyteller through your hair because that, you know, just makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's just like fashion. It's how you express yourselves, but you have to carry this one around with you all day. (laughs) (laughs) totally and and also it goes back to zoom because even if you're wearing sweatpants put on a headband i'm wearing a bedazzled headband right now (laughs) really (laughs) awesome well thank you so so much bryce for joining us you are amazing you're one of the hairstylists that we always look to in hollywood when we know that there's going to be something amazing on the red carpet thank you so much travis thanks as always for joining Please come back next week for another episode of Get Trust With Us. You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes. You can listen anywhere where you get your podcasts. Please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next week, stay gorgeous. Bye, guys.